this week on the Convincing Idiots Podcast, episode 158, Dean. We're going to talk about celebrity eBay auctions. Auctioning off weird and fun things to benefit the writers who are on strike. Vanna White has signed for another two years with the Wheel of Fortune. What are some of our favorite game shows and what makes a good game show in our opinion? We're going to tell you about that. And we might be lame. We understand that. We appreciate it. We embrace it. But we're going to talk about some of our favorite lamest villains in movie and television. All that and much, much more pop culture and nerdy stuff on this week's episode of Convincing Idiots. Hang with us, keep watching, keep listening, and let's start the show. Hi, this is Aaron from Blake Insurance. You're listening to Convincing Idiots Podcast. I'm convinced. Call it again. Convincing Idiots. Convincing Idiots. Call it ham gravy. <laughs> I informed them that I sided with the stat man, not just anyone's opinion, the stat man Brian Fisher. These kids today, uh, Jingle All the Way is in fact the best Christmas movie of all time. I need to get grandma a present <laughs> and my herpes is flaring up. <laughs> I got it. Mm-hmm. Yo, yo, yo. Three friends representing three different generations. That's our whole shtick. That's our thing. Mm-hmm. Nick got the whole poop. Mm-hmm. I'm standing Nick, in the sea Asian. breeze, <laughs> holding a turd just mightily. I'm just going hitting hats. <laughs> anyway, on a lighter note. Uh... And welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the vodcast. Welcome to the broadcast. Boys and girls, welcome to the show. This is Convincing Idiots. My name's Dean. The lonely Zenil. Uh, Brian Gen X. And that must be crickets, which means mm-hmm. Nikolai is unable to make it with us yet again. We were supposed to have Joey on, but uh, Joey actually is doing foot stuff to Nick. Mm. And, and I think vice versa. They're, they're going back and forth. So maybe next week. We'll see. Yeah, they met on, uh, it was weird. It was a weird coincidence. They met on uh, feetpicksmatch.com uh, or something like that. I don't, some app or something like that. Where, I mean, off offline, can you give me that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that address, that web address? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good, it's, good. It's like a Tinder for feet. You're just looking at feet, you know, and you're swiping, you know, uh, uh, you know, left or right or something like that, and you match a well, foot. It, well, it, it's kind of like the... Uh, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show song, uh, hop to the left, hop to the right. Yeah, Instead of swiping. Okay, sure. All right, I, I kind of like that idea. Actually, we should. I, I think I, we, we got a million dollar idea right there. We should have said that out loud. Dang, yeah. yeah. Well, if you, well, it's a uh, patent pending, uh, copyright uh, 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 approvals uh, in in order and you know, that type of deal. So yeah, I like that right. we say it, that we have no fucking uh, control over editing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh our, so brother, how our, you been? Uh, well, before we tell you how you've been, I have to do oh, Nick's yeah, job okay, again. Okay. That's all right. Sorry. So we'll, My bad. Go ahead. That, that's all right. That's all right. So uh we are a pop culture podcast. We talk a pop and a nerd culture. 
every week uh, with three friends from three different uh, generations. Uh, just whatever the heck we want to talk about. Uh, you might be uh, listening to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll be found on all major podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, uh, right. iHeartRadio, etc. So wherever you listen to podcasts, you can find the Convincing Idiots podcast. Just simply give us a you know, find us, give us a free follow or free subscribe. And as we publish new episodes every week, we'll pop into your uh, podcast library free of charge. You might be watching us on our YouTube channel at Convincing Idiots on YouTube uh, or on the Boss Code Media TV network. You can find them on your smart TV or portable device. Download the Boss Code Media network. Uh, subscribe and run there with other creative content providers all show information can be found in two main places our link tree page is simply google link tree convincing idiots is simply a page of links with social to our social media etc and our website if you go to one place just go there convincingidiots.wordpress.com all show information is there links to current episodes videos bios our merch store is there ways to sponsor the show if you wish to throw a couple bucks our way we appreciate that if you do anything at all rate review tell a friend follow subscribe all the stuff is free helps us grow a little bit and we yeah, really they, appreciate your support go ahead Dean. we really need you know you guys to start sending us money um mm -hmm. you know Christmas is coming up. Um, I I've been looking in, uh, on all the catalogs, and I I've really got my eye on this uh, penis reduction surgery. Mm. Um, you just don't know that the, the the burden. You know, you know. I never mind it. Well, maybe that would save that for our Christmas episode. I don't know. Yeah, that's a nice uh, warm holiday wish mm -hmm. we could talk about later. Absolutely. I got mistletoe right here for you. <laughs> So, Brian, how have you been? What's going on? Doing well, brother. We, uh, let's see, last weekend, uh, we celebrated my uh, beautiful daughter's uh, birthday. Uh, 23 years of age time just continues to fly. Just, you don't look like you could have a 23-year-old. Well, I appreciate that. So Get out of town. Uh, it's uh, it's crazy. It's and you'll see some days the kids grow up, but uh, just a young young woman you're hanging out with now. So, but she's very no, happy. I, I, I give it like three years, and I'm going to look like I could have a 40 year old uh, child. <laughs> Happening very quickly. I'll give a shout out to locally here. So we're in Northeast Ohio, as you know, if you listen to us at all. Philia Winery, F I L I A. Philia. Yeah. In Wadsworth, Ohio. Nice place. First time there. Went there on Saturday. The weather was absolutely perfect. Uh, very good wine. Nice, relaxing atmosphere. It's a cool place. So if you're in the Northeast Ohio area and looking to check out a different winery, go check them out. You can find them on Facebook, etc. Uh, just a great afternoon. Just chilling, relaxing. It was great. Friday went to watch uh, Allie's uh, daughter march in uh, marching band for her senior year. Uh, that was fun as well. And Sunday just kind of did my thing, relaxed, chilled out. Um, I don't think anything else went on on Sunday. No, I don't think okay. so. Then it's back to work this week. Uh, this weekend coming up, so we're shooting this on Thursday the 21st, 
uh Allie and I will be celebrating our five-year anniversary date from our first date so she has hung in there with me all this time poor thing oh. so we're gonna That's go a have a nice dinner somebody, it is mm-hmm. yeah duping the duping the job duping Allie I mean it's, it's tough. <laughs> That's right you for 20 saying. several years you know you guys mm-hmm. I mean you know are you ain't full no Mm-mm. a lot of hard work you know so that'll be nice on uh, Saturday. Uh, looking forward to that. So that's it. How are you, sir? What's new with you? Oh, <clears throat> I'm I'm all right. I'm trying to deal with these allergies. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you can tell by my voice. It's it's in my head. It's in my throat. It's in my ears. It's it's just a mess. But it happens every fall. So you get used to it. You you kind of play along with the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Um. No, this past weekend, I, I don't know, uh, I told you, uh, actually, I think I may have sent you a text. And, well, no, no, we were tr- going to try to get together Saturday or Friday, right? And uh, oh, I ended up going right. out to uh, our buddy Jeff's house. Uh, right. He got a hot tub. Yes, yes. Man. This is a hot like tub. A, yeah, ain't nothing okay. like, a, like a crisp fall evening uh, on the back deck on a hot tub, having some beers, mm-hmm. had a couple cigars. Nice. It was a good time. But uh, the problem was, <laughs> get this. So uh, at the end of the night, uh, he, he got these, uh, because in the state of Ohio, uh, the marijuana is illegal. Uh, but you could do what they called TH9 or whatever. It's, it's like fucking weed light. You know what I mean? It's got like mm-hmm. no THC or something like that. I don't know. Um, but you can get them at like head shops or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, he doesn't really sm- smoke anything at all anyways. And he went to the shop, and the, the, the guy said, do you smoke? He said, no. He goes, well, here, I'm going to give you the little, little gummy. Um, make sure you cut it in fours because it should be, you know, it should do you just fine. So we're talking about it, and he, and I'm like, well, I, I have been known to uh, partake in some jazz cabbage occasionally, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. a quarter. What, what What's... It's not real weed. How bad could it be, right? Um, oh boy, I I did a whole one. Oh, okay. and then after a few more beers, I did his whole one. Mm. And I didn't think any of it. I I remember going to bed. I was I was fine. I didn't think, I didn't feel shit. But I woke up in the middle of the night, laying on his couch, and I'd had I guess I had had a dream. I guess that he that him and I had like done something where i ran over to the neighbor's house and and and, and went to sleep on their couch because i kept waking up in the middle of the night every like hour and looking around and i didn't recognize his house i thought i was in somebody else's house and if i stood up the alarm was going to go off and somebody was going to come out and either tackle me or shoot me and i just couldn't like like i'd set up enough and then i'd jump back down again and mm. just kind of like okay if i fall asleep again Maybe maybe in the morning they'll they'll be a bit less sympathetic and 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 not hurt me as much. Hmm. I did that like for the whole night. Like every hour, kept waking up thinking that I was in some stranger's house. Yeah, that was that was a long night. Yeah, so it definitely had some effect. I guess. Yeah, I again. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I have. Uh, well, I didn't have. I, you know, I had like what four beers, right? But they were sixteen ounces. They were some of the ones. They were the ones left over from. Uh, the beer tasting party. So mm-hmm. some of them were higher octane, but I didn't have enough to do that shit to me. Jesus. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Mm. So 
that was fun. Sure. Yeah. Other than that, uh, just working, you know, watching the boy play baseball. When's the season over? Uh, it's fall ball, so I think he's got like two weeks left. Okay. It it ends just be, just before his birthday, so. Okay. So that's about all, all with me there. Okay. Very good. Uh, well, we normally get into Dean some uh, idiot uh, reviews. We talk about uh, just you know new shows or any shows or movies or anything that we're watching or just really anything at all. It could be music or anything of the kind yeah. that yeah we want to recommend to our our audience. Um, I think we both talked off camera that we're not really watching anything new. We're both watching Ahsoka and it's been different yeah. shows. I started Only Murders in the Building. That's like you said, just it's if you're a fan, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm only a couple episodes in, so I just love Steve Martin and Mark Short together. These guys are so good together. They're did you hear about so that? Well. Did you hear about that uh, online argument? Like I, some article, like an actual paper, wrote an article that stating that uh, Martin Short wasn't funny, and then just the backlash to that guy. Just he was swarmed with from celebrities to regular people, just going. You've got to be fucking kidding me. He's one of the funniest people that's ever been. You know what I mean? Like, he's on yeah. that top echelon of, uh, you know, comedians and, and comedic actors. Yeah. Not and, with yeah. you. Oh, yeah. And we, we, had, we had an episode, uh, gosh, I don't remember when it was, Dean, but uh, you and I both got into, I think it was probably when we did together, just you and I, feels like. Yeah. And we got into Martin Short celebration, and we we went on like a tangent just celebrating the should. humor of Martin Short. So it's out there in our in a prior episode. Uh, yeah. So yeah, search around in the stuff. archives. Look for it. You'll find it. Okay. All right. I, I was telling the audience, not you. <laughs> yeah. No, you I were understand. there. Yeah. Uh, Conan O'Brien, by the way, he has a new pod, newer podcast. Conan O'Brien needs a friend. I don't know if you if you are familiar I've with this podcast out there. Since episode one. Okay, well there you go. So, yep. if uh, then you already know, but uh, if you are a fan of Steve Martin and Martin Short, that was a fairly recent episode. episode. Yeah, it was. Yeah, very good. So it's Listen a good way to check in. That was really good too. I, I will do that. Yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him, by the way, in that in that uh, format. Conan O'Brien, good stuff. It, it, yeah. You get a little dirtier, a little, little, little more blue. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, and, and as we said, we'll talk about Ahsoka in a couple of weeks or so, Dean, uh, when it's uh, when the season uh, wraps up and have to give when people we can time. When we spoil, free, and, and yes. let loose. Absolutely. Because, oh, All boy, right. do I want to talk about it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I can't think of it. You know what? I did watch. This is new to me. So this past okay. weekend, this is what I did. This is what I did Saturday night. So you weren't available. We were. I got home from the winery. I wasn't ready to wind down just yet. So I set up the the projector out back. Yeah, I was quite recovering. Late summer, you know, backyard movie. <clears throat> and last episode, we talked about our favorite uh, alien themed movies and shows with our. Mm-hmm friend astrophysicist tim so if you have not listened to that episode yet go check that out it was a we had some very good uh alien themed banter and ufo themed banter throughout the whole episode uh but on tim's list was invasion of the body snatchers from the uh the 1978 version yeah. with donald sutherland and all that. Sutherland. yeah i watched it for the first time i just it was a movie i'd never gotten around to watching it and what made, you think? Terrific. 
Okay. It was a very good thriller. So if you've not seen that that version of it, I thought it was great. You know, again, very simple concept. Somehow these pod like, you know, these virus like plant based sort of aliens mm-hmm. make their way to Earth in in the rain. You know, they get into our atmosphere, it looks like. There's very little explanation, which is perfectly fine. You don't, don't need a need whole it. lot of explanation. Nope. They got here, they you know, they, 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 these various pods of flowers sprung up on various plants, and that's how people started to find them. They got the, the flower, they took it home, and the plants overtake people, makes a copy of you, and then your original self dies, and then the copy of you is out there, so the, they're trying to overtake the entire planet, make copies of everybody. So just a very good thriller and a science fiction movie. So if you never saw it for some reason, Go check that out. Uh, okay. Again, yeah. So, highly recommend yeah, it. I've never seen the. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Never seen the whole thing. So, yeah. So there you go. All that right. is something that was new to me. Anything awesome. else? I, anything else uh, to mention at all? Nope. Nope. I, I think, like I said, uh, waiting for Ahsoka to to go okay. spoiler uh, free and just talk the shit out of that one. All right. Very good. Okay, well, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, might be us to come back, or could be a copy of us that comes back. We're not real sure, but uh, two people that look oh. like us, unfortunately, for the viewers out there, uh, are going to return. After the break, we're going to get into some pop culture headlines, our Ask an Idiot segment, and then go from there for our main topic, which we'll tell you about also after the break. Can you imagine being the alien and then you have to pick, you get us as uh, as what you have to look like? That sucks. Yeah, you might go back. You might go back to your home world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll find out in just a moment. Jen X. Bryan here from the Convincing Idiots podcast. If you're enjoying our show, tell a friend. And if you're not, well, Tell two enemies. I can't figure you sometimes. You're supposed to give us what we want, yet you let us get into terrible trouble. Certainly. How else are you going to learn the difference between what you really want and what you think you want? Huh? Uh, say that again. Do me a favor. Sleep on it. Bye. Come back soon. When it's time. When it's time. Three. Welcome back to Convincing Idiots. Segment two. Another two-man show tonight. But mm-hmm. Nick is, Nick is uh, uh, again, doing his feet thing, whatever he's doing. And Joey doing Nick's feet. Doing, yeah. doing foot stuff to each other. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. We're not judging anybody. No, not at all. Kind of jealous, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Probably having more fun. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, we are living the dream. And it's just you and I here, and your feet aren't, your legs aren't that long. That's right. Mm-mm. That's right. Uh, we are living the dream, Dean, and as is this other author. So, headline I caught here, I thought this was pretty cool here. Reporter and writer David Betancourt. Uh, he is an Afro Latino gentleman. 
And he has written some you know, various opinion pieces and all that about superheroes, etc. And he's just had an opportunity to write a new Avengers book to uh, tell the story of how the Avengers were originally assembled. So I just thought it was pretty cool. Caught my eye. Here's a, here's a guy, just a big fan. He's not a comic book writer or anything like okay. that. But he's, uh, he's a writer a, in general. He's a writer as a okay. profession. That's right. And uh, he just he was afforded the opportunity to write this book. So that's it. I, mean, I don't know if I, you, you probably not have heard of him. I just thought I it was interesting. Not. Not yes. good for him. I mean, yeah, I liked it, the idea. Because um, I've, I've uh, read a couple different books where kind of like uh, adaptations of, a, mm-hmm. a, of different properties I, I enjoy. And you can tell the ones where the writers are writing that don't know or enjoy the property as a fan. You right. definitely can tell the difference. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I think if you're going to do that, if you're going to do f- not fan fiction, that that's, but, uh, you know, uh, in universe books kind of out of Canon or whatnot, or however you want to put it, I, I think they should be fans. Yeah. We've talked about some of our, you know, favorite, uh, content out there, whether it be star Wars movies and shows, uh, these, some of these Marvel shows, etc. Yeah. You know, clearly a lot of these are, like you say, they're fans of the material, right? Yeah. So, uh, the name escapes me right now. The guy that directed Iron Man, the first Iron Man, did the Star Wars stuff as well. Oh, John Favreau. John Favreau. Yeah. Clearly, he's a fan of the property. Absolutely. You can tell. Does it right. Does it with passion. Yep. That's it. So whether it be movies, shows, whatever, like you say, this, if it's a true fan of the, of the material, give them an opportunity. You're probably going to have something well done. And I haven't, you know, I haven't read this book. I haven't looked. I haven't sought it out just yet. But I'm sure it's a fine piece of work. Yeah, yeah like good it, for him. It wouldn't be the same if I wasn't such a big fan. My unpublished uh, uh, gothic novel of uh, of Alf. Mm-hmm. Would really hit differently if if I wasn't such a, such a fan, right? Exactly. Okay, and it's kind of cool as well. I mean, just you know, he's an he's an Afro Latino yeah, gentleman. Come to learn. I, I, I've Go really ahead. come to learn, uh, uh, and I know I, I can sense when you're going to fucking uh, edit in crickets. You son of a bitch! <laughs> I can feel it in my bones. <laughs> Or I just know when I tell any joke. <laughs> that was not purposeful. I was actually looking at looking at my notes here while you were finishing the joke. It was, ba- it was bad timing on my part to. Oh, did you to, to did you hear through. about the um, a bear walks into to a bar, says mm-hmm. bartender, "Hey bartender, can I get a rum and coke?" The bartender goes, "What's with the paws?" He goes, huh, "I was born with them." That's good. Yeah. That's, That's a good. fun dad joke. Yeah. You've, you've redeemed yourself. Thank you. You've redeemed yourself. Yes, absolutely. I get with those stupid kids clapping <laughs> to that one. <laughs> All right. I'll move on from this story. It's, again, it's, again, it's extra, it's just extra cool as well. The guy happens yeah, to be an yeah. Afro, Afro-Latino and motivates absolutely. other that, people that is, culturally, cool. et cetera. 
and uh, Miles Morales was somebody in the comic books that uh, you know for you know helped uh, uh, spark his fandom. Additionally, because it was someone like okay. him, someone that looked like him in the sure. comics as a superhero. Very cool. And here he is writing. That's a book. why I write about Al- Alf. That, that's right. Mm-hmm. Resemble. Exactly. That's right. Similar, yeah, similar background and so forth. Absolutely. <laughs> and we both love to eat cats. Mm-hmm. In some respects, eh. that's right. Eh. Eh. That's you right. know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm that's talking right. about. Well, that's right. One lighter story, Dean. I thought this was uh, that was kind of cool here. So celebrities, right here, are what is that exactly? A lighter. Oh, okay. Well, a lighter story. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, uh-huh. sorry. Not an actual lighter. Yeah, very that was good. A, that was a visual dad joke. Right yes, there. that's right. Rim shot on the on the video. Uh, You're offered. <laughs> so celebrities on eBay are auctioning off uh, kind of unusual things to help strike hit workers like writers, etc. Okay. I thought this was kind of cool, actually. You can look this up and see some of the things that are out there. So it's just very interesting and unusual things, such as Adam Scott will walk your dog. You, you bid on that. Uh, the cast of Bob's Burgers will write and sing you a song. Uh, a lot of these, I noticed, are through, are like, these real? you know. These are real. Because I did see memes of, of people offering stuff, like uh, celebrities doing mundane stuff with you. Now, some are jokes, but a lot of them are real. Okay. Right? So, like Sarah Silverman, I noticed, is doing one. She'll do uh, 20 questions with you on Zoom. You know, so, like, uh, yeah, another actor will do, like, you know, sit in silence. Here it is, Nathan Fielder. He'll sit in absolute silence for one hour with him, I guess, on, you know, video conferencing or something like that. So, uh, I just think this is kind of cool and interesting here. I think so it's, it's is a celebrities basically donating their time in some respects to help support writers who are on strike and obviously not making an income, all kinds of these out there. So look up some of these here. If, if uh, I were famous, right? Go ahead. What would you donate? And so we're the convincing idiots. We're auctioning convincing off something and, here. And, and somebody what would, would want to pay money. Right. What are we going to auction? I would auction off mm-hmm. one hour in, in, in the summertime. Because mm-hmm. I experienced this today. Because I have, I am behind me and in front of me. I have kids yep. that just yell and scream. So I mm-hmm. would auction off an hour that you get to come to my house and and yell at, 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 at random children to shut up, ooh, and to stop yelling and making noise. It's good. Yeah, that's what it's I'm. A nice str- that's a nice stress reliever. It, it, it is. Yeah. Then you question the parents on uh, their parenting skills. Like, why would mm-hmm. you let your stupid child keep yelling, you half-wit dolt? Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. But that's some aggression. It, 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 I wish it helped. <laughs> that, but it, <laughs> Actually, I don't actually yell it, uh, but, if, but if you pay the money, you can come over and we'll both do it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I think what I'll do, Dean, I'm going to offer up, and maybe we'll just do it. We'll, just, we'll offer it right now. If somebody wishes yeah. to contact us on our you know, social media or website, you know, and just make some donations, you know, which you can do anyways freely right now. Uh, you can donate 50 cents if you uh, want to. Well, it's minimum of, minimum of a dollar, I think. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Don't so Dean will, Dean will allow that right now, you know. Yeah. I will come to your home for 
uh, I don't know, let's say seven straight days, and I will uh, trim my beard in your in your bathroom, your sink of choice or container Ooh. of choice. Yeah. Wow. That's it. Some people have to pay good money to to, to collect the uh, Brian beard. That's right. I like That's that. Right. That's oh, right. I might donate. Yeah, I think there's some actually in a bottle somewhere behind you. There, it's it's right mistaken. up there on the, on the shelf yeah. there. It's right and we, there. Uh, you talked me into shaving my beard uh, like a year or so ago. Mm -hmm. for, was it uh, uh, November mustache? Mm -hmm. uh, November, right? So, fuck yeah. this beard. This beard is awful. Jesus, <clears throat> some sort yeah, of nitro milk stout shit. Hmm. God. Yeah, yeah, the nitro beers I'm not quite as keen on. More flat. I, I don't, for I don't, me. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't yeah. need flat, milky beer. Yeah. We need okay. to the segment so I can get a new one. And we'll offer with some, Nick with something something with his feet. We'll figure that out. Well, yeah. yeah well, of course. Yeah. Do anything do, with Nick's, you do feet Nick's stuff foot. To him, or, yeah. Or he does foot stuff to you. You know. Yeah. Your choice. I'm sure Nick, Nick won't mind. You know, if he, if he no. has any objections, he can. He could chime in here or something like that, but uh, anything to Nick's uh, left foot? Nope, nope. He, I didn't hear anything. Okay. So, yeah, he's in. Any, anything to Nick's left foot for uh, forty-eight minutes straight? Right, that's right. You got to pay a little goes. extra for the right foot. Yes, you know for that. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So good job, celebrities. You know, you can check that out again. You can look up celebrity eBay auction or something yeah. like that and find a lot of fun things out there, uh, whether it be on social media or find them straight on eBay and look look, look to see what's uh, what is all out there. I, I thought the story was kind of interesting, Dean. You know, this is not you know, we're not a political show. You know, we don't really get into politics too much here, but I thought this was kind of uh, interesting. Uh, country singer Marin Morris has announced that she is quitting country music essentially because she's saying that uh, country music is becoming too political, you know, too, uh, in so many words here, too right-winged, too, so, you know, uh, and just okay. she doesn't like the politics coming into country music. Obviously, it's not every artist at all. It's a very broad statement there, but she feels it is a very that broad in, in, in general... Well, shit, uh, Garth Brooks, they, they were threatening to uh, to boycott his shit because he uh, had a couple uh, left-wing or, you know, leaning left mm -hmm. uh, ideas about, you know, society. And, right. and they, they got up all in arms, tried to fucking Bud Light his ass. Yeah. And we had the, it's a few years ago, Dean, I think it was the, the Dixie Chick said something about uh, President Bush at the time that caused yep. quite an uproar. A lot of people boycotted them, and they changed their name to just the chicks now, or something like that. So there's a yeah, whole thing here. So I don't know. So I, 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 what do you think about you know if if you now she's actually getting out of the country music business. I mean she's she has won now. Award is she going for, into other music? Yes. So she's a she's a Grammy award winning country singer. And she's going to change her style to more of a you know pop or something like that, and not I consider heard she's herself go into a full country. On, uh, full on gangster rap. That could be. I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, I'd, I'd like to hear it. Yes, very well could be. So, on one hand, you admire somebody for standing their you know you know standing yeah, their, their ground, I guess. Yeah. 
on the other side, it's okay. I mean, are you just sort of, is this a, just another quote unquote woke young person who's taking things too far and, you know, and this and that and really could be potentially jeopardizing her career it's for calculated. a few country artists? Go ahead. What do you think? It's calculated. calculated. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On her part. Um, First of all, you know your audience. You know you know the um, generalization of the audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you know how they're going to react. If you wanted to just switch up music and stop doing country music, you could just have done it. You didn't have yep. to make the statement. Right. Because you know the backlash. But also, but also, you know or you're calculating and, and, and counting on that the left-leaning people will come to your aid, and by mm. aid, meaning your music. Okay. Um, I Again, I'm not questioning her um, values. I'm not questioning her uh, legitimacy uh, of, mm-hmm. of, of the ideal, right? Mm-hmm. I, I believe she, she feels that way. But she didn't have to make the statement if she she knew what she was doing. She knew, you know, there no uh, what is that? Uh, uh, there's no bad press, right? right? Mm-hmm. So again, like you said, good for her for standing up for her convictions. But you know what you're getting yourself into. Oh yeah, I say let them crash. <laughs> I'll keep doing it. I don't give a shit. That, That's all right. I love, it, that. It, I love that line. It, it, it keeps it, it works. It works in uh, yeah, many situations. That's right. Airplane strikes again. I uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, you know, it, she could uh, she could have easily changed it up, and I had a big announcement about it. Uh, we'll see how the record sales are. It yeah. would not surprise me if the record sales slip a little bit. Then someday there's a, there's a redeeming. I'm going to come back to country, and and we're gonna. And then we'll see how the audience reacts to her at that point. If that's if that's what happens here, so. I don't know, but like you say, my question about is, I, I do mean, believe also, that she. I'm not a country fan either, so. Yeah, I go ahead. She won a Grammy, so she, right. she's at least at least that popular, you know. So. Good for her. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what I would necessarily. I mean, you have a, again. It's a, it's a handful of artists that are. You know, we had the one guy was a Jason was a Jason Aldean or something like that. It was just in the in, in the local area. Had this small town. That won't happen in a small town or something like that. So that made a lot of social I, I still media don't buzz. Know what that means? I, I've seen a lot of memes and a lot of uh, uh, half-written jokes, but I don't 100 percent understand what it actually means. So he, he was kind of speaking out against like protesting and stuff like that. So basically, he was sort of saying that if you try to protest in a small town, there's more of a self-justice, like a self-governing you know, so justice. So in small towns, you you lose uh, rights as an American. Is that what is that what he's saying? Well, I, I mean, people kind I don't of took understand it to what's where going on. He saw people sort of took it. I think he was sort of saying that if you know liberal people and so forth wish to get out on the streets and protest some of the things that they're protesting, some of these big cities, and they, yeah, they our, react. That's, that's one of our rights under the Constitution. Mm-hmm. Right? Why don't? But, that's a whole thing. That's what a, a whole discussion what a, don't, topic. Don't people on the right or country music singers, whatever, aren't they? Aren't they like pro constitution, right? Like that's their deal. Like why would you take one of the parts away? It is interesting. It. it is interesting if you if you go down that path and make that argument to where 
You could you could argue that you. I had don't even the, know if I'm making an argument. I'm, I'm, I legitimately have a, have this question. I, I've never heard the song, so I I don't know. I I haven't heard it either. That's just my general understanding of that. That's okay. what it was. It, you know, because yeah, there's some the people that are protesting in some of these big cities and looting. Da, 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 da. If you try to do it in a small town, then the residents going to take care of you. That's that's kind of what it. And it, you know, there's, there's also is allegedly. He about lynching? Is it, well, see, that's some of the discussion topic there yeah, too, right? That, well. That's some of the questions. Are you talking about lynching? I guess some of the scenes in the video were from towns where that may have happened. It? Well, I don't know that that was purposeful or not. <laughs> so, anyways, it wrote, it, it created uh, a lot of a lot of social media buzz. A lot of a lot of you know, streaming services and stuff took down the took down the video. So that, of course, got the you know the right you know uh, right side riled up, and so now it's just become a thing. And, so, and I think so. That's an some example. Of the images were, some of the images weren't of the actual lynchings; they were just of, no, no, no. Okay, good. Allegedly, of towns or air or sections of towns where that may have happened before. I don't know if that was purposeful or not. I don't know the detail. I'm just telling ah, you a high level okay. what I kind of understand from just. You know, skimming through various uh, you know articles online, so I don't have the facts and I have the details in front of me. Obviously, we could look it up, but that was right. sort of my high level understanding there. But that was an example, though. Okay. So instead of instead of saying that you know it's you know that I think that's something that turns an, turns off an artist like Marin Morris, like I don't like to hear any stuff. It seems crazy, ridiculous, and it just makes well, me not want to be a part of that. Well, sure. Well, it is interesting too. You can argue that you know one of the ultimate protests that's ever existed, quote unquote, protests was the you know, the Capitol storming, and I don't know. I don't know if it was you know is that more left or right lady? I don't know. So no, anyway, <laughs> that's not um, accurate at all. Um, uh-huh. I. Okay, you you're gonna you, see. I well, know I ever care? We're not trying to go down the rabbit hole of politics and things like I'm that. I'm just saying just, it, is, is 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 once you break windows, and and I know I, I'm saying this left and right protests there right. and here. That's right. As soon as you break the law, you've fucked your 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 you've you your idea of protest. It's no longer a protest. Right. It is a riot. That's right. Or That's whatever right. you want to fucking call it, you you, yep. you lose the idea of protest once the first window is broke or whatever is broke or public vandalism happens. Um, I'm not even a fan of like people like marching in streets where like they won't let cars through. You've broken the law. You're right. done. That's right. So left hand, I, I don't give a shit who you are, what your affiliation is. Right. Pro, you protest um, by the law. That's right. Protest. I a thousand percent uh, support protesting. It is our given right as as, as Americans. But right. don't fucking break the law doing it. That's right. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Don't break the law. Don't disrupt people trying to live their life and normally. Yep. And that's, you're exactly. Yep. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. All right. Um. Yeah, very complex topic, you know. So we're, sure. we're interested lot, to hear, you know. It, it, yeah, you need to li- if you want to hear more on this topic, listen to people mm-hmm. that aren't idiots. That that's true. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And maybe you know you've been you've been enough. You know, we'll cut. That's another thing you could do. You know, Dean and I will offer 
we'll come to it will come it will we'll do a we'll do a video call and we'll attempt to debate politics with you and you can call us uh you know fucking idiots or whatever it is we don't know what we're talking <laughs> about so which is probably true anyway <laughs> you know uh, yeah I, but, you know, we'll, I do it for but, free if you want to yeah. do that let us know you yeah. can come on here uh we don't even have to fucking film it sure and you can call us idiots and and we can debate politics for free yep i like this idea a lot that's right. Five bucks, uh, thirty minutes, uh, uh, eight bucks an hour, uh, and that's Dean and I paying you. By the way, <laughs> right, so, yeah, right? That's right. That's right. Okay. Twenty twenty bucks to get that a bag of apples and a hit and a foot job by Nick. <laughs> and an apple crisp, perhaps. And an if apple play, crisp. If, if you play your cards right. That's right. That's right. Oh, well, maybe by me. You know, here's what I like. You know, Dean makes an apple crisp. Here's another one we're going to offer right now. Dean will make mm-hmm. a homemade apple crisp, right? Mm-hmm. And Nick will feed it to you via his foot. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Nick will put a spoon like in his, you know, in his toes oh, or I something you like that. He'd pick it up like monkey toes and uh, and feed it. Well, to it depends on the. It, it depends on the. Uh, it depends on the, uh, the the donation. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's right. true. He has incredible dexterity. Trust me. <laughs> Don't ask how we know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All if right, you so want to he... know it, that's 25. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. I'll show you the video. That's right. All right, so the next story has nothing at all to do with politics. No. no nothing at all to do with anybody being arrested for sexual assault or, not, or, or investigated or anything of the kind. This is a story about one of the, probably one of the most wholesome television figures that's been on the air for 30 plus years. And she has just announced that you're going to continue to see her for the next at least couple of years. Vanna White of uh, the great uh, game show Wheel of Fortune. Now, we know that, uh, we, as we talked previously, Pat Sajak has announced his retirement from Wheel of Fortune. This is his last season coming up. So, like, uh, uh, next, not not this year, but next September will be his final uh, appearance. And then Ryan Seacrest, <coughs> excuse me, will be taking over as host of Wheel of, of Fortune. You, you know, the... Uh, Dick Clark from Wish, maybe Ryan Seacrest, something <laughs> like that. If you were Dick Clark on Wish, you might get Ryan Seacrest, perhaps. Uh, I like that. I should, I should, yeah, we'll make a meme of that or something like that. Anyway, uh, but Vanna White, though, is going to continue for another couple of years. So she has now signed on, she is uh, 66 years of age, she just signed a two year <laughs> extension. So we are going to continue to see for Ryan Seacrest's first couple seasons, uh, Vanna White continuing to light up the letters and be his co-host through the 2024-25 and 25-26 television seasons. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's great. You know, I know that you know she had you know she had made some news not long ago that her contract hadn't been redone or something in some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can argue that there's not much of a skill to, you know, push a button and flip letters around. It's oh, not about that. It's more it's just not, the yeah. it's, it's, it's the, the personality. personality. Of who she is. Exactly. The, 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 it is, she is one of the components that you associate with that show. That's You're right. not paying her to physically push a button. That's right. You're paying her to 
be on the air. She is a host of some sort. That's right. That's right. If you're a Wheel of Fortune fan, there has been a comfort for many, many years. It's Pat Sajak and Vanna White. It's not one or the other. It's Pat Sajak right. and Vanna White. They're on the air. It just a it, it's it's a it's a comfort, etc. So you can speak about Vanna White here for a minute, but just we're gonna have a very simple ask an idiot question this week, Dean. So you know, Wheel right, of Fortune again is Actually, yesterday we 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 were flipping through. I wanted to uh, uh, watch the said program after Wheel of Fortune, and I'm not mm-hmm. going to mention it because that might be something I answer with in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I flipped on, and and I, at first I thought Pat Sajak had already retired. Nope. So I'm like, why is he there? And then Vanna White, you know, pops on the screen. I'm like. I don't know how old she is, but holy shit, she looks amazing. Yes. Well, she's 66, um, I just said. 66 years of age. Well, I, I didn't know the time. You know, at the time, okay. I'm just thinking, wow. I, I mean, it, it, it's rare. That, I think we'd actually talked about this. What, or we didn't talk about it on air. Uh, about on air. No, about um, uh, diff- women of certain ages that... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you'd still um, date, shake, date. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, she is definitely on that list. Holy moly! Sure, she looks Absolutely. fantastic. Yeah, it looks fantastic. She's like a lovely woman. Absolutely. Yeah. So on that note, mm-hmm. so I, I want to know, Dean. So again, you could, you could mention well, you already talked about Vanna White a little bit more. You, you can elaborate further if you wish. But uh, just ask an idiot this week. What is you know, your favorite game show. You could name a couple if you want to, but there's a couple that's sort of tied. And just also want to know too, like what makes a good game show to you? Why is okay. why is your favorite compelling? What in general are the elements of a good game show in your opinion? Go right ahead. All right. My um I have two on my list. Um my two mm-hmm. favorite game shows. First, uh, like I talked about uh, just a minute ago. The show that comes right on after uh, Wheel of Fortune, which is Jeopardy, mm. um, and it, it's fun because I'm not a smart man. I get the majority of them wrong, uh, of the questions wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck, do I enjoy it? Um, it was one of my favorite video games in in my youth. Mine too. It was. It is. It is one of my because even when you get things wrong, you're still learning something. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're learning trivia of some sort, and right. uh, you know how much do you retain? That's up to you. But it's always been one of my favorite video, uh, game shows. So, mm-hmm. so what again? Why? Why? Well, it's just um, yeah. I I don't think that why I enjoy Jeopardy is the same answer as what makes a good game show. Um, I think what Go makes a good, Go I Go think ahead. what make, makes a good game show is the idea of that you could, you could, you could see yourself on that stage. Okay. You could see yourself playing that game. You can see yourself drop mm-hmm. it and plinko trip, chip down, bop, 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 and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and win the cash and prizes. You mm-hmm. know how much Drano is. I could answer that. I could play. Um, yeah. you know, Jeopardy is not that. Jeopardy, no. the majority of people don't 
couldn't play along or can't play along, but the mm. ratings are there. They love to watch it. They and I think it's probably the same way I do is you you love to learn. And then yeah. occasionally you get that one right, and boy, do you feel like the fucking smartest person in the world. Your chest goes up, your dick gets hard, you're like, fuck me. Mm-hmm. I'm a smart man. Mm-hmm. But I it again, it's not the same as as, as why other game shows are are good and successful. I think people see themselves. They they see them. You know, it's the American dream. It's the winning the lottery. It's the, you know, an easy ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars in cash and prizes. It's getting that free year's worth of uh, tomato soup, right? Right. It it it's all of that. And and I'll give you my other one real quick. My other favorite. Uh, game show, ten thousand dollar pyramid. Ah, uh, I used to like that show a lot. I, still, I know it's still in the air, but yeah, yeah. Dick Clark back in the day. Yep. Just it, mm. it's it's word. It's guessing word. You know, it's yes. Uh, it, there's a board game here that I think we have that it's it's very similar. You have to say the word without or say a bunch of different words without saying the word. You have to guess it and categories. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And as a kid, you tried to put your hand up so you so you couldn't see the word to see if you could to guess it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. I, I love yeah. that game. So, yeah, those are my two favorite. Yeah, those are good ones, man. And there's a there's a lot that I would say are my. I don't watch a lot of game shows these days. I'm like not against it. Just it's just time. You know, if if I'm at my mom's or something like that for holidays or just a visit or something like that. And she's like, you want to watch the wheel and Jeopardy? That, that, uh, sure, absolutely. Sure. The wheel of fortune and Jeopardy, two of my favorite uh, games for you know for different uh, different reasons. I, I did love the Prices Right. You know, we talked about Bob Barker at okay. length a couple episodes ago because of the again, it's different. It's, you're right, it's different things you know, about that particular show. Between the, it's the host element. It's the interaction. With the contestants, like you say, some some you can envision yourself there winning a valuable prize or whatever it is. And I think a lot of it for me is is just the the ones where you can play along. Sure. You know, the ones that you play along, like you say, Jeopardy, ninety eight percent of the questions every episode. It's like I have. I, it's amazing what these some of these fucking people know. It's just I, how in the hell. Do people know some of that information? Which it makes it entertaining too. It's like, how does somebody know some of these trivial things? It's just like, wow, it's amazing the knowledge what, that some people have. Go ahead. With Jeopardy, you want to see you want to see me look the dumbest I could possibly look. Come over and watch me uh, uh, watch Jeopardy because I will answer out loud every question uh-huh. incorrectly with confidence. Sure. Yeah, that and that's that's probably most people watching the show it's a it's a it's a you're playing along marveling the people that know the information what is portugal right sorry it's the uh it's the uh spain is the answer and i i won't sell it no i'm I'm going on the next one answering it just as competent as it lasts i think jeopardy is unique in the sense of i don't think the average person feels dumb for missing it i think you go into that show knowing I probably don't know many of these, but when you get one right, it's that charge of yep. satisfaction that I got one right, right today. I got two right today. And it's all you think about. You don't think about the you missed every other one because you weren't supposed to know it to begin with. 
Right. You know what I mean? See, I, I went on a run the other night. Um, actually, actually, there was a, a category that I, I, I can't remember what it is, but it, it was something, you know, that I knew. And I could not get it out faster than the right. contestant on TV, right? That's a, that's a main, you know, mainline fucking brilliance or, or even recall that fast, yep. right? Yep. Like by the time they're saying it, I, I'm fumbling out the fucking half backwards uh, answer to it, right? Because like my brain just isn't engaged. I know the answer. I just couldn't write, you know, say it out loud as fast as what you know, the, the two lines coming out, you know, from each end, the lights, you know, <laughs> signifying that you're, you're about to run out of time. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I could be Bill Murray and, you know, Groundhog Day watching the same episode of Jeopardy. Right. It probably would still take me a hundred years to get everyone correct, you know, like he was doing on the sh- Yeah. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. Yeah. So that's good stuff. The, the play along is great. And it's in the, and it's the brain stimulation as well. Obviously, some yeah. of these game shows are so mindless. So the ones that can st- stimulate your brain. Wheel of Fortune does that too. Wheel of Fortune, it's different level, but right. it is a guessing game. It is a puzzle. It is a puzzle you could play yeah. along with. It's the original fucking wordle. It really is. That's right. So, yeah, there's other ones I've enjoyed over the years. Is, is you know, like you know, I loved uh, Press Your Luck with the whammies and different things like that. But those were so kind of mindless and luck and everything like that. So, give me the give me the the brain stimulation ones with a good host, and right. you know, I'll tune in. I'll tune in for those. So, all right. Well, what is your favorite game show out there? We'd uh, we'd definitely. You know, love to hear it. Anyone that's off the air that you don't really see anymore, Dean, that you miss, by the way, game show? Um, Like you, I, I didn't really watch that many. Um, a lot more when I was a kid, but um, mm-hmm. those are my two favorites as a kid. And I occasionally, if I'm thinking about it and 7.30 rolls around, I'll, I'll turn on Jeopardy. But other than that, I, I don't really don't watch. I'm not into this um, deal, make a deal, briefcase, tour shit. I, I don't. Yeah, those are, yeah, I'm not as into those in so much either. Like how to, you know, the, um, you know, the, the, the millionaire one and you know, I don't right. know all that type of stuff. You know, there's the, the trivia questions, but a lot of them are, I don't know. It, I'm with you. Not, not the best. couple I missed, there was one, I think it was Scrabble with Chuck Woolery. Oh, yeah. I remember but Scrabble. There was a, there was another one too that he did that I can't. I have to look the name up here. I can't. The Love Connection. That's <laughs> that was entertaining. Yeah, yeah, that's, that was that's a game show, right? That I was imagine. a game show. That was all eighties. But he had a more recent one here too, where it's like the, oh, a okay. different it, one word led to the next word. Oh, dude! I watched. I was uh, I was at a bar, right? And mm-hmm. and they were they had it on, and that was entertaining as shit. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it or whatnot, but um, yeah, that was a that was a cool concept. It was fun to play. I'm gonna look that up right now while we're okay. talking about it here. So it was, let's see, uh, lingo. That's lingo. What it is. There it is. Yep, that's lingo. Right. 2002 to 2007. That was a good show. That was another one you can sort of play along with. Like I said, just the, the yeah, different words like led that. to one another. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, it was Chuck Woolery. Give me Chuck Woolery right. hosting. I'll probably watch it. Sure, you know. So he's still alive, right? I, I, you know what? I hope so. Yeah. Let's see. 
So is he. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, Chuck Woolery, bless his heart, is 82 years of age. Turned His uh, birthday is March 16th. There you go. Oh, good. Good yeah. for him. That's right. That's right. Uh, worst game show. Quick. What's your worst, worst? game show? Uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Running Man. I mean... <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> if Running Man was an actual game show, that would be just fucking like, awesome. Ju- just like in the movie, yeah, you would fucking tune in. Absolutely, we would tune in every single week. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. We're, it's it's around the corner, <laughs> and we're getting there. It's it's, it's just around the corner. Yeah, that's right. I'm Running Man on on uh, Hulu Plus or something like that. It's it's coming. Right. Hmm. Um. One of the better ones, I, again, I I don't know enough to, to think about my, my worst one, but one okay. of the better ones, ah, shit, what, I don't, my iPad dad, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was, I think, uh, uh, who can give me insurance for, for the, for the, the best coverage? I, mm. All I know is the answer always ended up every week being Blake insurance. Of course. Because Blake insurance is an eerie insurance, uh, located right here in Barberton, Ohio. They provide auto, home, renters, and business insurance with honesty, decency, and affordability. Erie Insurance, above all else in service, you want to call 234-571-5359 or visit BlakeInsuranceLLC.com for your free five-minute quote today. And when you do, come the idiot sent you, and knowing that he's not going to play games with you. Excellent. Like, excellent. Well, Dean, that, that read was not lame at all. Not lame at all. And we have talked about some of our favorites. Uh, we had a prior episode where the three of us talked about uh, our favorite villains of all time, the best uh, movie and TV show villains of all time, our Mount Rushmore of of villains, you know, Darth Vader, etc. Mm-hmm. just great, great villains. Uh, this week, though, we're going to talk about the opposite. This was another question, random question. You, you find some good discussion questions on X, formerly known as Twitter, by the way. So people put these interesting questions out there that you can comment on, etc. Or sometimes Reddit, you can find some interesting questions, discussion questions out there as well. So that's where we found this one. It is the lamest villains. It has nothing to do with the actor. So you're very I find all my questions from the neighbor's dog who talks to me. Sure. That's right. Who do I hurt next? I don't know. Yeah. Is today the day? Not sure. Not sure. He's not going to like that you're talking about him, Brian. I hope not. Yeah. Mm-mm. I hope he doesn't hear about it. Uh, yeah, because we're going to talk about our lamest, lamest villains. Again, not the, it doesn't have to do with the actor. You know, maybe, maybe that's part of your sure. uh, answer, though, is the actor maybe just did not portray the villain well just in general the character itself his or herself it's just a lame villain concept in general that's what we're gonna talk about right after the break and we'll be right back within two and two Three, two. 
<laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, thank you for coming back for uh, 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 segment three. Uh, this is going to be evil mm-hmm. <laughs> and probably lame. So, accordingly, mm. our our final uh, segment of the evening is mm. are are we do, are we doing a uh, is this Mount Rushmore or just a list? Yes. <clears throat> uh, we could do. We could do like a, start with your Mount Rushmore, then we'll do okay. honorable mentions and all that. So we have a complete list at the end of the time. Yeah, but this is the lamest of uh, villains of yes. pop culture, right? So TV, movies. I don't know if there's music villains, but you know, you get the drift. Mm-hmm. So, Brian, what makes what? Tell me what makes a a good villain first, and then tell me what makes a lame villain. I think a good villain, and as I know we've said before on our other episode, we'll say it again here. But you know, it's a it's just a compelling figure. There's something interesting about the the. But you know, I think one thing we agree on is that it's a it's a it's a character that you can you understand his or her point of view. You understand that the the villain character does not necessarily see his or herself as a villain sure. they truly believe they're doing something that makes sense for the good of something, the good of the galaxy, the good of the world or something like that. It's what makes me the best villain on this show. There you go. There you go. Or it's the opposite where a character like the Joker, like a Heath Ledger Joker just it states I don't stand for anything. I'm just out here trying to create chaos. But you can, you can understand that. That's right. You can understand that and appreciate it from that, that that character's point of view. So maybe that's it. It's you understand the villain character's point of view. You may not agree yeah. with it. So in some respects, you do sometimes. Right. There's part of you that right. may agree. That in itself makes a a compelling villain, in my opinion. What about you? Uh, no, you're you're 100 right. Uh, I mean, when asking that, I guess that we had answered in the previous episodes. But that is what makes the greatest villain is right. is they're they're doing bad, but not in their eyes. They're, they're right. doing bad, and you can see it, but you kind of get why they're doing it, right? And then, like you said, in some aspect, you agree with them. Yep. So. Now, what makes a lame villain, though? Like, like you see all these. You, we've all been there. We're watching TV or or, or a movie, and you're looking and going, uh, "Okay, come on, is this is this really the bad guy you're giving us?" It, exactly. It's it's well. First of all, they don't probably have those qualities. You sure. don't really understand what motivates this villain. There's, it's either it's it's not told or it's told in a very lame written way. You sure. know, some you don't understand it. Like, why is this person angry, and why is this person fighting this other superhero or whatever it is? It makes no sense. The story that they provided us in the movie, there's no reason that this person should be as bad as he or she is, and or just the character itself is kind of lame. Whether it be just or, the powers I'm, or the motivation, like I said, there you go. Motivation, yep, that's what I was gonna say. The, the, and, the, and sometimes, unfortunately, maybe the actor just I isn't agree. putting, or they maybe they got the wrong actor for that role. Who knows? That's right. Or you know, the actor is just only the actors. With, 
Yeah, the actors were. Sometimes the actor is a great actor, just trying to work within a, a script that's just the like parameters really? of dog shit they're given. Yeah, you put yeah. this great actor in this weird, and the actor, in some respects, you could tell is acting his or her ass off, yep. trying to make something compelling out of this. And it just, it's just not working. You know, sometimes right. to play off the other actor, the the quote unquote sure. hero is just not there. Yeah. So it's just different. There's a whole different feel to it. So, yeah, that's that's the list we're gonna talk about. Is just the more the lamest villains we could think of right. in TV or movies. Go ahead and start. Do you want to give give me okay. give me one of your 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 idiot Mount Rushmore here, sir? All right, number one on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't get any lamer, any dumber than this villain. Hello, dum dum. I'm going the Great Gazoo. From the Flintstones. Gosh. Come on, I kicked this shit off right. I would never have thought of that in a hundred uh, years. That little bastard was his mischievous. He was he he always was trying to fuck up with the with with Barney. And first of all, you get outsmarted by two cavemen. What does that tell you <laughs> of how fucking smart you are? <laughs> but his redeeming quality, and I think this is is a is a decent way to go about this, Brian. At uh-huh. the end of our uh, of of a shitting on whatever uh, character, you, you, you if you can tell the one redeeming quality. Uh, that was uh, Mel Blanc doing the voice. No, uh, well that no, one, it was yeah. a Mel Blanc. It was a Mel Blanc. It was Harvey Corman, wasn't it? Shit, I, I'd have to look it up. Oh, I don't okay. remember. That's okay. Um, but that's okay. But he does have the greatest uh, entrance line of of any villain every day. Hello, dum dum. Yes, that is good. It's always it always tickled me as a kid. It tickles me now, and I want to go into walk into every room from now on and say hello, dum dum. Yes, that is good. The great kazoo. It, it, what, a the what a weird yes, character! What a weird character on the so Flintstones, dumb. by the way. That's like a that's one of the uh, you know the jump the shark uh, mm-hmm. characters for the Flintstones. There, yep. Pebbles of Bam Bam grow up. And you put the great kazoo in there. It's like we're we're reaching here a little bit. Yeah, we're trying to figure this out. Yeah, yeah. All right. What about you, Brian? That's good. Who's first on Boy. your list? Wow, that's hard to that's hard to top. I know. Right I, out of the, right I, out of the, I, gate, right out of the gate. I was pretty happy with the, how I was going to start this. Okay, I'll start with this one here. So uh, the I, you know you know I'm a James Bond movie fan. Yep. Um, you know, Blofeld was one of the original great movie villains in the old Sean Connery Bond movies. You know, the head of Spectre. Various actors played Blofeld in the original 1960s uh, Bond movies, including the great uh, Telly Savalas and, and other actors. So that's fine. So, yeah, the villain itself, I think, in those movies is pretty good. Then you fast forward, and then you had the Daniel Craig Bond uh, series, right? Yeah. They reintroduced Blofeld in Spectre, the movie Spectre. Christoph Waltz played Blofeld. Christoph Waltz, great actor. No question. One of the best actors of our generation. Now, I didn't I see this movie, so you're going to have to explain uh, why this is lame here. Yeah. It's just the way they portray. It was just the way they brought Blofeld back into the rebooted series. It, it just it, not Christoph. I don't blame Christoph Waltz. Just the way they did it was super confusing and lame. They made him 
like a adoptive like brother of James Bond when they were kids or something <laughs> like that. It was a whole weird reintroduction. Isn't that what they it's, did with the with the uh, uh, gold member or whatever? I I don't the, 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 maybe the fucking, uh, Jesus Michael, uh, Michael Myers Austin Powers Austin Powers yes yeah yeah that's yeah. what they ended up doing at the end where where they were ended up being brothers at the end. Maybe. See, that was even before this. Right, that's what I'm saying. You know what? Is, maybe that, is maybe that's where... Stolen from maybe fucking Spectre, Austin Powers. Yeah, maybe they were, maybe they were influenced by, by Goldmember, Austin Powers. I don't know. It just it was just not done well. When you, the, the classic Blofeld in the 60s movies, you had the bald head, you know, he always had the, the fucking cat, yep, which actually, yep. Michael Myers was based off right. the combination of the Blofeld character in the Austin Powers movies with a cat and a bald head and a yep. scar, the mm-hmm. Donald Pleasant scar, and he was, you know, of course, imitating uh, uh, you know, the, the head of Saturday Night Live. Um, it doesn't matter. I'm, we're going off on a tangent here. Just yes. that That's it. Blofeld was a great movie villain. They brought him back lame. That's it. Not okay. Christoph Waltz's fault, but it just not done well in the. Was he bald? Annual was Christoph Waltz no. bald? No. Right. Nope. Well, well, that's where they they first uh, fucked up, right? Yeah. Gotta yeah. be bald. What do you got, right. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I love the um the the character the superhero to this character. I love the uh everything about the franchise regardless of what a lot of people argue with some of the later ones. I have a fucking tattoo of him right here on my arm. Mm. The lamest superhero characters in superhero movies is Nuclear Man from Superman 4. Oh, Jesus. His One of his superpowers was he got coke nails. Did you, do you remember that? When he, he went to fight Superman, and he goes, ah. And they grew three inches longer, and he scratched Superman. Dude, that I don't was remember a that superpower at all. He was a, a you know how you, you did the whole wish uh, uh, joke. Yeah. He is the Dolph Lundgren uh, if you ordered it off Wish. <laughs> that was what Nuclear Man from Superman Four was. Just oh, man. the shits, awful. Mm. That's number two for me. Whoever wrote that movie owes the estate of Christopher Reeve an annual apology. Yes, absolutely. Every day, every, every year that it comes, the anniversary yeah. coming out, going. Yes. Sorry, bud. Yeah. We we got we got no reason, you know. Yeah. Just ex- please accept our apologies. We would like a live broadcast from yep. wherever his grave is, and the, whoever right. just has to go to his grave and continue to apologize for Christopher Reeve. Absolutely. To Christopher Reeve, absolutely. Yep. I was so upset I knocked my tripod almost over. God. Poor Christopher Reeve. I hear yeah, that's what I, that's... they called you in high school. Nuclear man? No, tripod. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Now it's like uh, crutches or something like that. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. But Okay. Uh I'm going to give you, let's see, uh, the from the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, this was the Andrew nice. Garfield uh, 
these these movies just make me angry in many mm-hmm. ways. Again, not Andrew Garfield. Love him as Spider Man. The writing, I thought, could, you know, I complain about that on the podcast before. I'm gonna complain again. Just terrible, yep. horrible. Made no sense. Thank goodness Sony had enough brains to allow Marvel to redo Spider Man correctly. Uh, the storyline that is, you know, correct. But Jamie Fox as Electro in Amazing <laughs> right. Spider Man Two, it's like I don't, I just never understood. The look was weird, and it, in the movie, I don't really even. It's hard to even remember where he. Why is he so angry at Spider Man to begin? There was really the, that's this is one. I don't. Yeah, where, you're right. I don't. They never either. really explained well at all. Right. Why a normal dude is a normal dude. Yeah. Accident happens. He gets the powers. I don't mm. remember exactly why is he all of a sudden compelled to kill Spider-Man. It made no sense. They did a terrible backstory. Jamie Foxx, great actor. Absolutely. And I like I, I like the Electro version in the in the you know, No Way Home when they brought him back. Yeah. Great. Yep. Right. It yep. just just the way they did it. Bad, ridiculous, poor backstory, no motivation that made any sense to try to kill Spider-Man. That's it. I don't think to this day, I went to the movie twice in the theater. Did, took, still little, didn't get it. took little Peyton, and I have it on Blu-ray. I have not made it through that movie without falling asleep. <laughs> twice in the theater. You, you and Because I else. lose interest. I lose right. interest because it makes no sense. Yeah. There you yeah, go. There, there, there's, <clears throat> it's one of those on on our lists here, where you you can easily complain about the whole movie, not just. That's right. Uh the character. That's right. You know, the, at least the the great kazoo. Yeah, you, you know, the Flintstones, Barney and, and and Fred are awesome. Right. You know, James Bond is awesome. You know, but that one, that whole movie, just shit the bed. Terrible. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go a little bit away from uh, uh, from movies, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to go back to television. I'm going to go back to the reminiscence of Saturday morning television. Ooh. If you can't beat a three-apple-high blue turd, you are a horrible, horrible wizard, Gargamel. Horrible, horrible mm-hmm. wizard. Gargamel from the Smurfs. Um, <laughs> I question his why he wore a nightgown all the time. Uh, yep. I question how mean he was to his cat. Yeah, yeah. Like what a I get you. First of all, you never explain why you want to to stop the Smurfs. Right. You never explain you, your hatred for the Smurfs. If you're just angry, still, why are you so mean to your cat, you asshole? Yeah. And your your accent did not match uh, uh, the 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 weird English time frame that you're in. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just nothing worked. If you can't catch at least one, was he? Did he want to eat them? Did he? Did he think these tiny little people were could be tasty? I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Gargamel, you're a lame ass. That's a good one. Mystery. Yeah, at least show us at the beginning of the like the first episode of the Smurfs. Like maybe Papa Smurf steals his wife or something. 
Ooh, he, like he walks in and and Papa Smurfs are like just fucking his girlfriend. Yeah, right? like right over you know like a like a cauldron. That makes sense. Yeah, I want to yeah. see that movie. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, and especially as as I as I resemble Papa Smurf more and more. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. You really uh, need to do the whole blue thing for uh, for Halloween. Mm. Yeah. That's no, all I, I have to. I, that's all I have. I don't have to dye my beard or nothing. Just nope. do the, just nope. the blue You're skin anymore. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I agree. Red it is pants, a weird no blue. shirt. Yeah, sure. There you go. Now we'll see what happens. Yeah, that is a weird one. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. I want to give you a Star Wars one, Dean. Okay. From the the last trilogy, Supreme Leader Snoke. Okay. Starts out. All right. You're gonna have to convince me on this one. This is just the we talked about a little bit last week. You know the you know the 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 new ones and all that. Uh, It just I thought the character started out awesome. Yeah, very compelling. Mystery. Who is it going to be? What's happening? Where does he come from? What's his backstory? Very interesting character. Yes. And then the franchise allowed. They wrote him into shit. Exactly. Kill him off in the second movie. With just, no fanfare. Just, no fanfare. Right. Still still don't know where he's at. What's going on? Couldn't believe it happened. It was an interesting twist. I will give it that. But just you ended the character so abruptly, which is why they had to, you know, try to do a different take a different direction in, in the third one there. So just well, like a- go ahead. That, that's no, it. it just, it, like it's like the, the last episode. Cool. Just, they, they, they just killed him off with, with right. little, like you say, just made no sense at all. So it makes the character in the sequels so weird and, yes. at the end of the day, so irrele- irrelevant. Again, it, is, it is all of the reasoning of what I said uh, last week on my soapbox for Star Wars. Uh, the second one fucked the third one. Mm-hmm. The writing of the second for for Ryan Johnson because he didn't want to write a Star Wars movie. He ended up fucking the whole series because yeah. he thought he knew better, he could do better, and and write a a movie and just let them put the word Star Wars on it. He he took a character, the main villain, the main bad guy, and killed him, and everybody walked away and goes, "Nope, brush brush him under the rug. We're good." Exactly. Just drop them. Yeah. No. No, no, no explanation. Done. No. So, yeah. It, Ryan Johnson fucked Star Wars so bad. And I'm so glad that the, at least the, the rumors I'd heard that his Star Wars movie is not happening. Because after that, again, like I said last week, the movie itself, it, if it was a standalone movie and didn't call it Star Wars, mm-hmm. visually, conceptually, it would be good. Mm-hmm. But because you you put your own thing, you, you you tried to do your own weird thing in the middle of a a franchise, you fucked the other two in front of it and behind it. So that's right. So there you go, Snoke. Okay, what else you got you, you convinced me. Thank All you. Right. Um, I'm going to go. Um, is it wrong that the majority of my my on my list are cartoon characters. Um, nope, not wrong at all. <clears throat> all right, then I'm going to go with um, 
when you watch a fumbling, idiotic um, police officer who doesn't even know how to use his own body correctly and always is hurting himself and others around him and has to have a teenage girl do, do his dirty work, this is an idiot, ladies and gentlemen. And if you're supposed to be a mastermind named Dr. Claw, mm. and you can't defeat him, you're the fucking idiot, not him. He Expect might be a gadget. nit... Exactly. Mm-hmm. You might be a nitwit, uh, Inspector Gadget, but Dr. Claw is a lame-ass. What, you, you pussy? You don't want to show your face? I wouldn't want to show my face either if I couldn't defeat this buffoon running around creating chaos and all you had to do is take your your actual iron fist and just drive it through a stupid metal head and end mm-hmm. it all but you don't and again you're mean to the cat what the fuck is this dr claw you're a son of a bitch that's what you are so good one dr claw's uh next on my list good one yeah, you're right. What are some of these villains like mean to their pets? Doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe that's what is supposed to make them a worse villain is when you mean animals. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Also, always made me mad the Grinch too. Just why? Why are you so mean to Max? Don't be mean to Max. He's yeah. a good dog. You know. Of course, he redeems him later. Anyway. Yeah, right. Good one. Good one. Okay. Superhero time again. There we go. Uh, now this actor uh, had sort of a resurgence at the time. It was a very popular actor a long time ago, and uh, you know had a resurgence with uh, Sin City uh, in part, which is a very very cool. You ever see Sin City, Dean? I did. Awesome. Yeah, loved that. Loved it. Second one was eh, first one was terrific. You know the uh, Frank Miller right. graphic novel uh, in the so Mickey Rourke was making a return at the time, and he played a villain a lot of people forget about in Iron Man Two. Whiplash. Oh, I remember. So Whiplash, uh, the it, the concept is kind of interesting. He sort of had a exo, partial exoskeleton type of thing, and he had like electronic whips or some sort. That yeah. The, the only thing I can remember of him in the entire movie was I remember Tony Stark was in a drag race, not drag race, but actual uh, uh, a car race, not drag right. race, but car racing. And he appeared on the track and you know, you know, ruined his car, almost killed him or something like that. I don't remember anything else about him in the entire movie. I'm sure that obviously something happened. He was defeated somehow or another, but just the villain itself was the, the concept was interesting. But again, the backstory was a little bit confusing, yep. and this never really resonated throughout the entire movie. And it sort of shifted the focus to. The the weapons guy, and he's actually in, in the running for weird villains as well. I just the, the whole movie right. is really forgettable in many respects. Yep. Like I don't really remember why are all these people angry with Tony Stark. I don't really remember the motivation Even and everything Tony else. Stark in that movie was a little off, right? Y- y- right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, you walked out of that movie going, eh, I really don't care who won there. Right. Yeah, I'm right. good. You know, let everybody kill themselves. Fuck it. Yeah, of all of all the Marvel movies, that is, other, one that, is, that is one of the least forgettable of all of Absolutely. them. Absolutely. 100% you know? agree. Because, in part, mm-hmm. of the lame lame villains. Lame-ass right. whiplash. That's right. 
All right, Dean, what else you got? All right. Um, you know, one, two, three, four. My fifth one. You know what? Fuck it. I'm sticking with cartoons. Seems Go like you got a good theme going here. Sure. Um, this gentleman, and I use that term loosely because we're not 100% sure what he is. All I know is he's fumbling, he's bumbling. Yes, I understand you're going against G.I. Joe, the greatest fighting force uh, the world has ever known, but Cobra Commander, come on. You have a fucking snake voice. You, I think, might be part snake. You look badass, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. couldn't get... You couldn't wipe your ass with three hands, boy. Come on. At least all I'm asking, kill one Joe. Mm. That's all. You can't even do it. Can't even do it. You spend years and years getting foiled and foiled, and you can't... Have you ever won a battle? No. You know why, probably? Because you didn't know. And we all know that knowing is half the battle. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. And you're right, from a, from a look perspective, one of the yeah. coolest looking, yep, coolest looking villains of all time. And, and either outfit, like whatever you go in his closet for that day, I'm, I'm going to wear the... Oh, which one were you? Did you like the did you like the helmet or the the hood? The helmet. See, I was partial to the hood. The hood guy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, whatever look you got, if you got two outfits in your closet, you got the hood. Yep. With the, with it, you get the. Uh, you, you can't really go wrong. No. You know what I mean? But either one, you're right. You just you just can't you can't navigate through one one, not one victory. I mean, how was no. how is he still a commander? How is he not demoted? Right. After at least four years of fumbling constantly. Sure. That's right. Yep. It's insane. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I have a theory might be helping with uh, tactical on for the Ukraine army. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just is I just this is what we read, you know. I don't know. Okay, number one is actually that it, this this villain here. Uh, has been in, in various movies. And if you would say he's a lame villain in earlier movies, you would probably, it would be a healthy debate for sure. I mean, it was just like, yeah, you, how could you possibly add this villain as a lame villain in earlier movies? It would be a, a, probably blasphemy, Dean. However, mm -hmm. his last appearance to me and his carries off of our conversation here uh just was limped into star wars history emperor palpatine bringing him back in the last movie rise of skywalker oh you're I just going specific was here okay specific yeah just him bringing him back in that last movie again they had to figure something out with the whole ridiculousness of snoke i get all that too but to bring him back it just, it was, it never made that much sense to me. It was weak, lame. It just, the whole, I don't know. It just, it was just very frustrating to see that. First of all, it was a very powerful, obviously, villain in the earlier movies. The scene where Vader redeemed himself, throwing him down yep. the, you know, whatever the, the pit was or the trench of the Death Star and stuff like that. 
it was the best way to end that villain. They could have come up with something else to try to navigate. You could have brought Snoke back. You could have a fucking clone of Snoke. I mean, who the fuck? Right. I mean, why not? You know, it made zero sense well, to try to bring like back Palpatine. Like I said just, last week, they're they're, just, yeah. they're they're trying to make good for the shit that they had to. We had to watch it in a previous. Unnecessary to bring him back. I yep. thought it hurt the villain overall in Star Wars uh, uh, infamy, if you will. Sure. Not again. Nothing to do with Ian Mc, Ian McDermott playing him. He played the role. It's hard to imagine anybody else playing that role, right? Right. Just poorly written, not intriguing, weird, lame. All right. That's it. That's it. That's well, my that's my five. Let me well may I say something upon this? Sure. Um and and I'm going to I'm going to get away from uh Disney Star Wars Studios actors. Let's go canon. Mhm. Listen to me, Sheev, if you're listening, may I? Sheev, if you're going to electrocute with like giant electrocute um a small uh girl laying on the ground and she picks up two lightsabers and 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 reflects it all you have to do is stop hmm. as soon as it bounces back and you feel the first uh uh shot of lightning hit you just stop hold your hands and go nope 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 and then you walk over and take because you're fully now formed of of sith and everything pull out your lightsaber and ah, you know go forward like you do the rest of them Mm-hmm. So, you, you, you fucked up, Sheev. You know what it? You know what it did? You know what it did? It made you lame. It made right. you lame, Sheev. Made you that's lame. Right. That's right. That's right. So that's my five, Dean. I got uh, Snoke, Electro from Amazing Spider-Man Two, mm-hmm. uh, Blowfield from Spectre, the Christopher Wall, the the reboot uh, with, uh, and I, I see Iron Man Two, Whiplash. Yep. And Palpatine from Rise of Skywalker. What do you okay. got, sir? What's your recap, sir? Uh, recap of my five. I have the Great Gazoo. Hello, Dum Dum. From the Flintstones. I have uh, <laughs> Nuclear Man from Spider Man 4. I have Gargamel and his thirst for Smurfs. And I have Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. Get you, Gadget, next time. Good. And I have Cabla Commander from G.I. Joe. Joe! <laughs> Very good. Hey, yeah. Any, any I know, mentions, I know Nick on the voices here, but uh, that's what I got. Yeah, that was good. That was good. That was respectable. Any honorable mentions? You want to go back and forth uh, if you yeah. want to? What do you got? Yeah, I got two honorable mentions. My first uh-huh. one. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go the Mandarin from Iron Man three. Okay. Um, he was mysterious. Uh, mm-hmm. he was described as dangerous, mm-hmm. but what ultimately made him uh lame is the fact that he was lame. Like he ended up being right. a front and an actor. Right. Um. Again, the actor actor himself is brilliant. But the character, if you you made him into actor, I get you know that you have to introduce and 
the actual Mandarin later in Shang-Chi or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it just lame it 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 deflated a what could have been a decent character. Yeah, it was I understand that it was an interesting idea because the yeah. Mandarin in the Iron Man comics was with his one of his arch enemies, you know, to set that up the way mm-hmm. that it did. But I was kind of thinking that the real Mandarin was gonna pop out at some point, but you're right, never did. Right. No, that, nope. You just stuck with the the uh, it being a, a, a that's right actor for hire, and you just moved on. Never got to see Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man fight the Mandarin, the actual Mandarin. What a shame! Yep, you know, yep. That's a good one. Uh, I have from uh, one of the worst superhero movies of all time. You know, we, we I think we've mentioned this before, but uh, Wonder Woman eighty four. Uh, Kristen Wiig played Cheetah. Just uh, yeah, another one. That, why I didn't see Cheetah. It, so. <laughs> don't, don't, don't bother. Right. You know, it's not really. I, that's what I've heard. Other than you want to see the the weirdness of the whole movie. You know the whole weirdness of yeah, you know, strange. Wonder Woman guy, you know, dead boyfriend possesses a stranger. I think it was Pedro Pascal. Actually, I think it was played in in the movie oh, before yeah. before Mandalorian. Uh, you know, and s- screws uh, Wonder Woman. It, 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 yeah, sure. You know why not? You know, anyways. I mean, not a bad gig that, if you can get it right. Not sure. Absolutely not. But that's not. But again, Cheetah. Again, it's another one. Why does she hate Wonder Woman? It's not really clear. Right. What What's the motivation? Why she had to kill Wonder Woman makes no sense at all. Just weird. It, just the whole, it, you know, evol- it, her evolving into a more of a cheetah-like creature. Strange, weird <laughs> writing, bad, all no right. good. So there you go. Cheetah makes my honorable mention. That's fair. Yes. All right. My last honorable mention is uh, Patrick Bateman from American Psycho. Okay. Um. You know, I'm not a fan of his, Christian uh, 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 Bale's in general. Mm-hmm. He has done some good movies, but his portrayal of Batman has soured me a lot. But that has nothing to do with Patrick Bale, the, the character itself. And again, I'm, I'm getting, it's not Christian Bale why I find this lame. I, mm-hmm. I don't understand if, maybe I just don't understand the writing of the movie. Like, is, is this, is, is he a murderer? Is it real? Is it is it in his mind? Mm-hmm. Um, they're never sure, and maybe that's the concept that I just didn't quite care for or get. Maybe I don't know, but it, it was it was a little confusing. And the the I get it was supposed to be in the eighties, but it was a little too eighties. You know what I mean? Like they were pushing mm-hmm. a little too hard into the eighties. You know, you know, trying to. 80 feel genre type deal. I just, yeah, I just thought it was a lame movie and I thought it was uh, overrated and I thought he was mm-hmm. a lame character. So, okay. Very good. You know, I never saw it. Uh, you might like it. Like, everybody loves it. Hmm. Like, I, I don't know a person besides me who doesn't enjoy it. Hmm. And again, maybe yeah. it is my uh, Christian Bale bias. I don't know. There are some cool scenes. Like, the, the the writer or the, at least the director like visually it is a cool movie 
but the, just there's something about the the plot or or the 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 writing that I just didn't get. So I don't know. Okay. Do you have any more uh, last uh, men, uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, real fast here. I and you may think differently here. I should have to get your opinion here. I thought the Jesse Eisenberg version of Lex, Lex Luthor and Batman vs Superman. It's lame. No. Mm-mm. You liked it? Oh, I did. The See, only it's just lame. I know the backstory of Lex Luthor. I don't know if that mm-hmm. was really again. Again, if you don't really know the backstory, which you're if you're an average Superman fan, you probably do. Sure. But maybe not. But they I, I don't really they didn't really get into again, why is this guy after Superman? Why why does he have it out for Superman so much? Right. I agree with that. I agree that they they could they could well, but they also didn't really explain that in uh, with Gene Hackman either. No. You know what I mean? Um, none of them has gotten it, but but I liked the the almost um, ticky craziness of him. Like I liked, I would have liked to have seen where he could have gone with it as an actor. Okay, I would like to have been a one-on-one type movie rather than all these plots around him and, and, and all this. Um, I understand. I can understand where you're coming from and, and you thinking he's like, um, because like, yeah, they didn't give a lot. I'm my, <clears throat> my affinity for him is more of, of the actor of like, I liked where he was going with it. And the, okay. I would like to have seen where that went, if 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 more emphasis was put on him, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where I'm at. But I do understand that he didn't do much. It, it's um, it was it was offsetting and offputting in some aspects. But I don't know. I, I dug it. Okay. Well, you're right. I mean, that's part of it too, where they didn't really have the opportunity to. Maybe they would have got more into the backstory yeah, if that, like if that universe would have been allowed that. to develop a little bit. Again, yep. nothing against Jesse Eisenberg, great actor. You know, like, the best I would love could. to have seen it if you just did a Lex Lothor movie. Nowhere to be seen. No, don't mm-hmm. don't give me a Superman. Don't give me any superheroes. Yep. Give me one full movie of of Jesse Eisenberg just being a crazy dick. Mm-hmm. And just have fun, kind of like yeah, the Joker. How do we make, get here? Yeah, make the Joker esque movie mm-hmm. for Lex Luthor. There you go. That's like what that. you need to do, and That's then good. put him into the universe of Superman. Yeah, give us a reason to hate this guy. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Again, give us his point of view. Yep. You know, really, again, the, the character in the comics, you definitely, that's what made him a great villain in the comics, for sure. You understood his point of view. Mm-hmm. Why he came to hate Superman. They were, they were good friends as young boys. What happened? You know, they, they tell right. that story in the comics. You, know, you understand his perspective and Clark's heartbreak of, you know, losing his friend and now he's fighting his friend and this and that, you know what I mean? So you get all that stuff. Just again, just like you say, they didn't, they didn't develop it at all. I, I, nor I really given a chance to in the movie. The, the final season of this podcast, uh, the writers mm-hmm. are thinking about doing that to you and I. That's right. Yeah. We'll, we'll see yeah. how that goes though. Yep. Yep. We'll see. 
We don't know what happens. All we just show up every week and we yep. just read the scripting. Yep. I, I I say what they 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 t- put in the teleprompter. That's it. All we know is uh, you know we get a you know we we go out every every Thursday. There's like a mm-hmm. Manila uh, uh, envelope, right, at our front door. We don't know where it comes from. Nope. We just and read just, what's on there. Yep. This is an outline, and we do the best with it. That's it. Not a lot of people know like that. Like that. These aren't. This isn't really us. Mm-hmm. I'm actually a small Asian woman in her fifties. Mm-hmm. Right. But this is the um, character I agreed to play. Yep. And our fourth season will reveal our true. You know what we look like and everything. We're thinking about it. Yeah. It's just going to be like a Scooby-Doo thing where we pull off the mask and mm-hmm. really, I'm Brian. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm really the millennial, maybe. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Yep. It's, that, that's what, that's jumping the, that's when we jump the shark and, you know, we're looking for ratings. That's all, that's down the line. Let's, let's that's worry right. about that when that, when that comes. That's, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, I'll just, I'll mention, well, you mentioned the uh, jumping the shark here. So just before I give you my last honorable mention here, you know, one thing that you could use, Dean, to jump an actual shark if you wish. Well, right? I'm going to need to know this because I'm planning yeah. on it. Yeah, we know the Fonz normally rode a motorcycle and he jumped a shark, though, on water skis, which really was the demise of happy days. And that was really it here. Where if he would have ridden a bike to jump the shark, I think happy days probably still be on the air to this day. Probably still be on the air to this day. And, you know, the motorcycle, you know, they would have evolved it to where it's more of a green environment yep. supporting and this and that and the other. And they probably would have used it. Happier days. Yes, exactly. Happier days, less global warmed days and so mm-hmm. forth. You know what I'm saying? The walkie would have been much, much more environmentally friendly if uh, the Fonz would, would jump the shark in an electric bike, on an electric bike, not in, but on an electric bike, provided by our sponsor, RPM Bike Shop uh, from in Carrollton, Ohio. So you, quality electric bikes at a great price. These things are very awesome. You know, if you like to ride bikes on the trail and you want to need some extra boost or whatever it is, uh, uh, check them out. Find them online on Facebook at RPM Bike Shop. You can find them online as well or give them a call at 330-808-7792. Get your own electric bike. You jump your own shark, but continue to you know, live your life the way that you want to afterwards don't make that to be don't don't make jumping your own shark be the you know the turning point of your life in a negative way make it a positive thing you know what i mean damn man i tell you that read was so good i i kind of want to get today's date tattooed on me just in in memory but where would would i even go to to do such you could do that actually i'm glad you brought that up you you could do that Uh with our using our final sponsor uh, Golden Heart Tattoo, Dean. You know, there you get go. today's day tattooed. And get a lame villain tattoo. Get a cool villain tattoo. You know, get a fucking Gargamel tattoo for all we care. <laughs> Literally, that was, I was just about to say Gargamel. <laughs> there you go. Cool. You know, right. And Scott will do that for you. Scott Oswald will do that for you or his partners. A Golden Heart Tattoo. Find them on the Facebook at Golden Heart Norton, N-O-R-T-O-N, if you're in a Northeast Ohio area. Uh, maybe go get go to Philly a winery. Go back to Golden Heart Tattoo. Make it a whole day. You know, right here, fuck it. right here yeah. on my chest, where, where a lot of people get like their dad's name or their mom's name or their right. dog's name. Right here. Yep. Yep. Right here. Hello, exactly. Dum Dum. 
Great kazoo. That's a great tattoo. Love the idea. Uh, get a, Yeah, get a great kazoo tattoo if you want to. Yeah, give them a call at uh, 234-706-2982. Find them online at goldenhearttattoos.com. Get your, uh, get your lame villain uh, tattoo. Enjoy. And there you have it. Well, one more honorable mention, Dean. Okay. I'm going to give you one, mm-hmm. one more weird James Bond character. Drax from Moonraker, one of the strangest James Bond movies of all time. Again, James Bond in outer space. There you go. Sure. There's your premise. Yeah. You imagine yeah, in the mean, conference room. James Bond, outer space. Hear me out. Let's do some coke. Let's make this. Let's do it. Late 70s. Crazy bizarre. The motivation is weird. I want to wipe out the the motivation. Literally, Dean, in the entire movie is I'm going to wipe out the entire planet Earth. Sure. I want to I want to go up with some couples in outer space. We're going to live on a space base for a while. Of course, I'm hand se- I'm hand selecting them for their genetic. You know, where they gonna fuck and mm-hmm. exactly, and then we're going to repopulate the Earth. With this handful of people that live on my space base, we're going to come down, and that's it. That's my motivation. That's it. It's weird. It's strange. It's a it's a weird villain. Although I don't disagree with his his thinking initially, um, kind of maybe has a point. Yeah. Again, you can understand maybe his perspective, but the whole motivation is weird. It's too big. It's weird. So. I'm giving you Drax from Moonraker, James Bond. I know you ever saw it, but if you're ever inclined to watch a James Bond movie, that will be one definitely on the, uh, you know, make it a two gummy, two gummy Night. Two Gummy, oh, yeah, no, I, I ain't doing and that shit. Check that out. Check that. Maybe, maybe 1.25 gummies. I'll give you great. that. Yeah, that's right. Dean, we have Brian. made it. We have made it to the end. We solved the world's problems. That's right. Some people may have called us lame something. Lame villains or lame something else. I don't know. They're a bunch of booby heads. That's what they are. I won't tell you how many times uh, Allie has called me lame in the last five years. It's really really astounding. Especially since uh, it was uh, only during sex. Right. Right. So, so at least at least four times. And, and, and it, she wasn't calling you lame. She said you came up lame. <laughs> That's right. There's a there's a little difference. That's right. At least at least four or five times in the last five years. <laughs> you know. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, find us out there. We're listening to podcast. Listen to us. Uh, you know, watch us on YouTube at Convincing mm-hmm. Idiots. Watch us on a Bosco Media TV network. Hang with us, subscribe, share, follow, all that good stuff. And have we convinced you? But real, real quick, I went to employ yes. them real quick. I, I, there's yes. something I, I've been thinking about, and I should have done this uh, in the beginning. But everybody, if you're watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to on uh, uh, whatever podcast uh, network you're listening to, go to the YouTube, like, and subscribe. Let's get yes. some YouTube numbers going here. All right. Yes. We have some, we, uh, everything you're listening to, you can watch this and see this ridiculous headband that I'm fucking wearing and this mm-hmm. stupid tank top. We, we, we try, we have backgrounds and stuff. 
that you can, it's visual. Like there is a visual component of this. So please go to our YouTube channel, subscribe, share those YouTube, uh, as, as much as you share the podcast uh, side, share the YouTube for us. Come, come on. That's right, go. Dean. That's right. Exactly. Uh, so for Zeniel Dean, I'm Gen X Brian. Nick's still doing feet stuff. Have we convinced you that the Smurfs are indeed evil and should be stopped at all costs? Maybe Gargamel was right. Huh. Don't be mean to your cats. Get apples for apple crisp. Okay. I love me some apple crisp. What is apple crisp exactly? Uh, you're like you're like my eleven year old. How do you not know what apple crisp? It's it you, they, you cut this slice of the apples and you got yeah. this the kind of a almost a, a, a goopy syrupy cinnamon sugar deal and then you got the like the crunchy oats uh, burnt, uh, uh kind of cooked up oats on top of them it's a baked dish okay never had it i i think you have i i mean unless it was a new thing that they started serving in schools but like i know my mom would make it but also the schools would have it uh, in the fall hmm. okay and a little tracing on the side there it sounds good i like it delicious yeah it is delicious for reminding you, help control the pet population. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Goodbye.